What's up, guys? I'm back with another episode. This one's gonna be really good. So, um, this is my third. Yeah, this is my third episode that I'm uploading after graduating from high school. The first one, I was at one level. The second one, <coughs> I had already improved a lot, and now I am even more improved than the last one, which is just absolutely insane to me. So, like I said, now I'm gonna be recording on every rest day that I take. So. I'll be maybe even doing more than uh, once a week. But anyways, so what we're going to be talking about today is I have detected a new force that I have not engaged with, or I have engaged with, but I haven't actually thought about it. I still haven't put any word to it. I don't know what it's called, but I think it has something to do with what David Dita said in The Way of the Superior Man. So he said, um, you should basically live at your edge and live just beyond your edge. And basically what that means, you live just beyond your comfort zone. So not, you know, you see the kid who obviously listening to like some David Goggins motivation, <laughs> some David Goggins motivation, going to the gym, going absolutely fucking crazy. And then two days later, he's not even there. Um, and that's kind of what he means. Push like push yourself just outside your comfort zone. Like you're, and yeah, be extreme, but you have to, I'm not sure how to synthesize that. I'm not sure how to synthesize the two perspectives of being extreme and like really being extremely disciplined with yourself and also I think it's being disciplined with where you're currently at so being disciplined does not necessarily mean like doing incredibly hard things it just means following absolutely the rules that you've currently set for yourself so if your rule is I'm gonna only jerk off once a week then <laughs> that's still a discipline if you if you're gonna stick to that and the thing that makes a discipline is when you want to violate your rules and you don't so if you don't ever feel like violating your rules and no you don't have discipline but even if your rules are like comparatively like very easy to someone else, maybe they're very easy to me, um, but they're very hard to you, that's still discipline. And there's a lot of things that are very hard to me, which to a lot of other people will be very easy. And you, I, I'm not going to say one of the things. But guys, so you know, I had been struggling with kind of like a weird, very weird porn addiction where I... I, I, you can go listen to the last ones. It's it. I've never honestly seen anybody else with this very strange problem that I have. Oh, obviously a lot of people have porn addiction. I don't have it though, because I don't have it anymore, and I'm successfully restructuring my brain. So I'll tell you what I'm doing. But first, I have to tell you about this force. So I've encountered this force many a time, and basically what it is, the the best representation of it is when you're kind of like on self improvement, and you have like a certain amount of tasks that you're gonna do for the day, and you basically finish everything and you have no idea what to do so you just go into a bad habit like I used to literally used to do this I would like I would you know I read by I read 23 pages of millionaire fast lane you know I meditated for like three and a half minutes and you know I watched like two Hamza videos I'm not sure what I'm gonna do I'm gonna play GTA <laughs> like some stupid shit no it's helping my value dude because I'm getting used to having a lot of cars like bro stop it like bullshit cope like that like you just cope so hard and that's another thing we're gonna be talking about this episode so the main three 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 things we're gonna be talking about the main four things we're gonna be talking about this force my kind of sexuality my not on some like lgb stuff on 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 like energy um the the force energy and then my improvement and 
Damn it, I forgot the third one. <laughs> I, I was I was gonna add in a fourth one, then I forgot the third one. We'll we'll just we'll come to it when it comes. Anyways, so the force is basically when you are at your limit and you basically you now have the right and this no, this is gonna be very helpful to me. So it's basically where you now have the capability to relax. So if you're a drug if you're a crack addict on the street, you do not have the ability to relax. But once you get off crack, once you get a job and get a nice house, then you have the ability to relax and you can't relax or else you're going to get fucked up. That's how it is with me. I have made more progress in the last like week or two than I have ever made on my journey so far at all. Newbie gains are bullshit. It's a completely fake concept. I have made so many gains in these last two weeks. I know actually that that's not true at all because this basically is newbie gains because for the first time ever I'm an adult and I don't have to worry about school or obligations besides my own obligations. But I have felt this force so strong and I used to give into it. And this is the, this honestly is the main source. That was one of the main sources of my porn addiction was that I would make a lot, I would do everything I needed to do and I would just have no idea. And then once I, once you're like completely unfocused and you have nothing to do, that's when the demon strikes you, right? That's when you're actually in danger. So, uh, hold on. Let me see if you guys can hear me. Can you guys hear me? Hello, hello. Okay. Yeah, you can. So, basically, because the thing was, like, barely registering. Anyways, so I've been facing this force like crazy. And I've just been thinking about this David Dita. He said, always live, like, just past your edge. And the, the, my proof for how this is working is my comfort zone is, like, kind of, like, like it's, like, as if I'm, like, pushing it out. It's, like, expanding, like, a sphere. I don't know. I really know, do not know what's going on. Something very ethereal and strange is happening to me over the last couple weeks. I am almost entirely convinced that I am possessed by some sort of angel which is blessing my life and making my life amazing um <laughs> and of course just you know i'm working very hard on everything that i'm engaged in and not engaging in um any of these bad habits like porn and the one the main thing okay so i, I told talk about the force now let me talk about how porn comes into this so the main reason porn comes into this so hard is because porn is not like a lot of other addictions like if you like jerk off or you've watched some porn like you're going to feel fucked up afterwards. But, like, before, you don't know how bad you're going to feel afterwards. A crack addict, when they smoke crack, they know damn well. They've felt it many times. They're, they know, dude, I, afterwards, I'm literally going to be in fucking pain. In porn, it's not really like that. You just feel, like, empty. So it's kind of hard to determine. And the urges, it's from somewhere so much deeper than with, like, something like a drug addiction. Because drug, it's not very deep place. I mean, maybe you're, like, compensating for some sort of trauma. But, like, the sexual urge is such a like a primary kind of source of desire and they've found a way to just ultimately hijack it and i've created so many copes in my brain and i can feel it and my rule for myself is i'm not following logic here i don't care because if i use logic to justify why i shouldn't watch porn i'm gonna fail <laughs> and that's just true like if you allow yourself you have to be illogical and you have to just know what you're knowing is true. You have to not be like, this is, this is going to sound stupid, but there are some things that you have to just, you know, at one point and you have to hold it in your mind that you figured it out at some point. You don't currently know, you don't remember how you figured it out, but you know that it's true. And you know, with a lot of things, this can be destructive. If someone imposes this on you, it can be destructive. But if you do it for yourself for specific things like this, it can actually be very helpful because one of the biggest things with porn addiction is that you cope so hard. Like, you'll find so many, like, logical reasons. Like, 
oh, you know, I'm just, oh, I'm not even going to. The first thing is, of course, like, oh, I'm not even going to jerk off. Like, I'm just, you know, going to look up, go on TikTok. I'm going to look at this one, you know, girl that is freaking physically stimulating to me. And then you just keep doing these logical copes. And it's logical, right? It's, it's logical. Except logic is fucking bullshit. <laughs> no, I'm just joking. Of course, logic is an important part of life. But there are some things where if you allow yourself to be logical, like you've heard people don't make decisions logically. They make decisions emotionally and then they justify logically. So you're basically addiction is completely controlling you. And you have like a demon attached to your mind, a parasite attached to your mind, which is manipulating your kind of neurological processes, which is going to lead to you thinking that something is logical when in reality it's just wrong it's not it's not necessarily illogical because you could come up with some like logical bullshit excuse for why you should be able to do it but it's not it's completely garbage and i'll tell you one thing i haven't done it i haven't done it at all obviously in the new year that would be that would be pretty fucked up um but i haven't done it in like four i think four or four and a half weeks and this is actually crazy this is i think this is the longest i've ever made it with a high libido because over the summer i was able to make it really far and not ever have urges, but that was because I had no testosterone and all my hormones were completely crashed from basically being in a high stress mode 24 seven. But ever since I got my hormones back and I've been just like fucking energetic, I've been having troubles. And this, so I think this is the longest I've ever made it. And this is the longest I'm ever gonna make it because I'm not gonna have another thing. And I'll tell you why. I am not using logic when it comes to this problem. And it's not even a problem because I'm not using logic. No matter what my brain tells me, I don't care. I'm not open-minded. I'll say it right now. I'm not open-minded to this. If it tell, if I, oh, this is so logical. I'm going to, you know, dude, it's just look up like, you know, one picture of a, like some bullshit like that. Dude, I don't care. I'm not a fan of logic. So I'm just going to reject that shit and I'm not even going to engage in it. Guys, always remember useful beliefs are better than accurate beliefs. If you, I read the book 1984 and I'm not going to lie. I didn't like the book because I don't like reading books which are basically just fictional and kind of like completely useless to me. And obviously it's a very useful book to society. Uh, James is probably listening to this. It, there's, it's a very useful book to society. It's a warning to voters against authoritarianism, obviously. But I don't care about that stuff. I care about my personal development. And I can't even vote yet, so it doesn't even matter. But the main thing I took away from 1984 was actually the process of doublethink. And this is going to sound really stupid to maybe people who have read it who are going to be like, this guy's a complete fucking you know, schizophrenic. Doublethink is basically, for those of you who haven't read it, it's like the ultimate form of cope. It's like, <laughs> that's basically what it is. It's simultaneously knowing something and like knowing another thing then they contradict each other and knowing that it's a contradiction and thinking that's okay and then just coping yourself into forgetting all of it. And this is an incredibly dangerous force and we actually see this play out in the real world. So it's, it's actually kind of crazy in the book that the only good, the only useful thing I learned in the book is this process of doublethink. Doublethink is extremely dangerous when other people are going to use it on you and so to try and get you to doublethink. But it's, I've actually found this to be incredibly useful. If you can doublethink yourself, it actually fucking works. <laughs> and that, that is some like schizophrenic stuff. That is some stuff that if you say that like in a normal area who are, or you people who have read 1984, you're like, yeah, I use doublethink. Like, they're going to think you're fucking crazy. But guys, it genuinely does work. And if you know something is true, like if you know you want don't want to watch porn, if you know that porn is making your life worse, use doublethink. Don't like don't use logic. Don't be logical about it. Just fucking quit it and use a bunch of cope and use a bunch of bullshit in different ways that you can like hack yourself into not even thinking about it. Guys, like I said, 
Useful beliefs are way better than accurate beliefs. And this paradigm is extraordinarily dangerous when governments will use it on citizens or other people will use it on you. Like, oh, it's for the good of society that you believe this. No, that's bad. But for yourself, the good of yourself, you want to believe certain things and you don't want to think about certain things because it honestly, your thoughts do have like a, a physical manifestation, a physical effect on reality. Not just reality, but even if you don't believe, even if you're like a hardcore, like, metaphysical materialist and you think all that shit is fake you cannot deny that your thoughts have an incredible influence on what you do what you act on and how you feel and how happy you are so of course it's very dangerous this idea when you apply it to you know oh, i'm doing this for my country but if you do it for yourself double think it <laughs> look into it it's pretty good <laughs> that's the, that's the only useful thing i learned and also the other thing i learned is to stop trying to convince people of things because a lot of people are just like they don't they're not going to change. Anyways, let's talk about the next thing. So the next thing, the next thing is my progress. So being in this mode of, in, so the, the, the force is kind of like you're in a perpetual place. Oh, 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 I have a perfect way to describe it. If you guys have ever, okay, I hate using jerk off. I'm not going to talk about jerk off. What dude, see, I need to fix my mind because my mind is still messed up. That's the third thing I was going to talk about. I'm adapting myself because whenever whenever I get like sexual urge and I get horny, the first and this is happens to all porn and PMO addicts is you think about jerking off. You connect horniness to jerking off. Yeah, that should not be how how it is. And I guarantee you, I will have this fixed within one month. What you do, whenever you're horny, connect that to having like actual sex with a girl or a, a woman. Like you don't your horniness is not and there's this guy who said this and it made a lot of sense to me. When a guy, a jacked guy, gets like a sick pump at the gym, he doesn't connect it to like, oh, I, this is my body telling me to eat donuts. Like, no. And a lot, but a lot of people, if you go on these fucking nofap subreddits, God, <laughs> the people will be like, they'll say stuff like, dude, my, oh, my cravings for porn are so bad. It's like, well, stop craving for porn. Crave for women. And okay, yeah, that's not good either. But it is leagues better than porn. And I'll tell you something, over these last five weeks, right now in this period I'm in right now, where I haven't done it and I haven't even looked at anything, my stimulation threshold is so much lower. Like looking at actual like beautiful women is like fucking like transformative experience that I've never had in my entire life because I got addicted to this shit super early in my life. But now that I'm not addicted anymore, now that I'm recovered and now that I'm recovering, my brain is recovering, my pathways are re-regulating like looking at beautiful women is like actually it's just an awesome experience but anyways back to what I was saying about um, this zone it's like a perpetual imagine having sex right and with a man if you're a man well not with a man <laughs> if, if you're if you're a man and you're having sex um, could be with the man <laughs> if you're having sex basically um, you have like a build up right? you have like a build up of tension and then you have to let it go, right? And this is <laughs> this is exactly how. And I think he actually talked about this in the book. I read it twice, and I'm not sure whether he talked about it in the book. But you build up this kind of tension. You build up like, okay, I'm doing really good. I'm working really hard every single day. I'm getting better every single day. And there's no cash out. There's no release. It's like, oh, I'm gonna be less stressed now. I'm, I'm gonna be, you know, I'm gonna. Oh, now I'm gonna get to, you know. I don't even really know if I'm, my, I'm getting my point across, but it's a perpetual feeling of like kind of not, not 
releasing. And that's good. And I, the reason I know it's good, you know, oh, that's not healthy. Fuck you. I'll tell you why it's healthy. I have made more progress in the last two weeks than I have ever made in my entire life, even in the very beginning of self-improvement, which is the true newbie gains. I have been making so much progress, and I realized this in my journal last night. I wrote something down because I was having a lot of thoughts yesterday, like negative, doubtful thoughts, which is ridiculous. I'll explain it to you in a second. If you don't know, I have a brand called ADHD Remission. I've reversed my ADHD, and I help my, my goal is to help as many people as possible do the exact same thing. But I was having like negative thoughts yesterday. I'm like, dude, everyone in this field has a degree. People are going to shit on me for not having a degree. That's, that's completely wrong. There's so many people who don't have degrees. And in the next three years, four years, credentialism is dying. Credentialism is, there are less and less proponents of credentialism every single day. And anyways, none of these doctors, like I had an actual doctor comment on my comment. He was like a, I'm pretty sure he was like a, a couple months away from being a doctor. And he comments on my post talking shit. And he was like being disrespectful because I didn't have a degree. It's like, did you get your degree from Walmart University? And he didn't know that your body excretes toxins through your sweat. He's like, if you're, if you had enough toxins in your body for them to come out through sweat, you would literally go into shock. <laughs> like, what the fuck are they taking at medical school? I'm glad I'm not going there, dude. I don't care. But anyways, the reason these doubtful thoughts make no sense. I was writing this in my journal last night, two months ago. I had zero views and zero followers on every single platform. Instagram, Twitter, TikTok. TikTok, I have zero views for like months on end and I just kept kept posting every single day. I had zero views for the, basically like the first month except my fucking parents watching and liking my videos. But I genuinely had like zero views. And I just kept posting, I kept posting. Because I didn't care, I'm just, dude, I'm gonna do this for 10 years if it doesn't work. And it's not gonna take 10 years and I'll tell you why. I, two months ago, I had zero followers on every single platform. Right now, I, have, I haven't checked in a couple days, and I know when I saw in my email, I got a ton of notifications on YouTube, so I think one of my videos did well again. But now I have like, I think I probably have, I have like 10,000 views on YouTube in total. I probably have like 20 or maybe like 25,000 views across all platforms. Uh, obviously, that's not a ton, but I've literally been doing this since like October. <laughs> that's not very long. So that's like three months. Two months ago, or three months ago, I had literally no followers, nothing. And now I have like 60 and 70. I have around 70 on every single platform. Except on Twitter, I think I have less. But it doesn't matter. Dude, if I can have that kind of exponential growth in like two months, imagine what happens in another two months. It's these doubtful feelings. It's just impatience. And I'm, this, I'm developing my patience every single day. One of the things that helps me with this feeling of like not being released is meditation. It helps me like so much less anxious, so much less doubtful, so much less impatience. But guys, I'm really like falling in love with this work here because I wake up every day and I just, oh, just amazing. I really do enjoy recording and I'll tell you, hopefully, I don't know if this editor guy is trolling me. He, I, No, he's, dude, why did I say that? He's definitely not trolling me. That, so I, if you didn't know, Hamza has like some, um, he has like a, he has like a down to school, you pay like 500. I'm not doing that. But he has like a free group and I, I'm like, dude, I need an editor. I'm not editing this video. Because James, James, <laughs> James told me he spent three hours, because we had another mastermind. And he spent, he told me he spent three hours, three hours editing the first 12 seconds. And right then, that was when I knew I would get an editor. Because dude, 
And, you know, he actually gave a really good reason. He, well, it, it wasn't a good reason to take that long. But his reason for editing his own videos, he said, he gets a lot of time, like, reviewing his own footage. And that's, okay, that's technically good. But editing, I'm not doing that because three hours for 12 seconds. I mean, three hours. Three hours to edit a video at all, to me, is kind of crazy. I could pay uh, an editor 50 bucks and do that for me. Or I could do, you know, three hours and three, I, no, it wouldn't even, at that rate, it would not be three hours for a 10-minute video. It would be like five hours. If I can pay an editor five bucks or 50 bucks to the video, it's, dude, my math is fucked up. <laughs> I didn't take last. <laughs> they were never going to believe me at this rate. I can tell you advanced shit about calmodulin. I can tell you advanced shit about nicotinamide, adenine, dinucleotide, dehydrogenase. I can tell you advanced shit about tetrahydrobiopterin recycling. I can tell you advanced shit about all this different stuff, but I can't even do 50 divided by 10. <laughs> Dude, or not even 50 divided by 10. It's 50 divided by 5. Jesus. Yeah, $10. $10 an hour. I'm not doing my own videos for $10 an hour. And also, this guy, so I, I basically I went on to the Adonis group. It's called Adonis Gang. I don't know. I personally, I stopped going on there because I, I don't know. The people, they post some weird stuff. But, <laughs> um... This guy, I just searched editor, and I found this guy, and he had awesome edits. So I DM'd him, I'm like, dude, can you edit my video? So my video is coming out this Friday, and it's going to be great. I think I'm going to get photos done, like, this week. I don't really know what I need to do. But anyways, guys, life is basically, like, completely fucking amazing. I am, I wouldn't even say halfway. I think I'm, like, either three-quarter, maybe, like, maybe, like, five-sixths of a way five sixths to the way of being convinced that I'm like actually possessed by some sort of intergalactic being which is basically guaranteeing my success the amount of stuff that I've had and also keep in mind this is with no podcasts this is with no long form so once I start doing interviews and that was one thing I was going to try and do interviews but I'm not doing I don't care I am not going to ask someone to interview me that I don't know anything I asked one guy I, I'll ask people who I actually like, enjoy their videos. I'm not going to pretend to enjoy someone's videos and email them and, hey, hey, I'm a big fan. Can I get an interview? I'm not doing that. That's shameful. If someone wants to interview me, they can reach out to me. And it will happen kind of soon. <coughs> James had it happen to him. Um, and I think health podcasts are even more prominent than improvement podcasts. But anyways, I mean, I'm just, I'm so lucky. Like, and I've learned so much in the last two months too, especially about ADHD in general. My thing is right now, I basically need to, I, I know pretty much all I need to know to reliably reverse someone's ADHD. Oh, I have a promotion to make. If you have ADHD, I will, I'm not even joking. I will work with you for free. Email me at ADHDremission at gmail.com. ADHDremission at gmail.com for you out there. Um... <laughs> Guys, go email me if you actually want a consultation. I will literally work with you for free. I don't care. I just want some social proof. And I basically just need to know that what I'm doing really does work. But I'm 90% sure, 95% sure, I know basically everything I need to know right now to reliably, like, reverse ADHD. So all the stu all the new stuff that I'm learning is just, like, molecular, like, neuro, neuro neuronal biology stuff. Like, weird, weird mechanisms that do not matter to the average person. But all I basically need to know, I already know almost all that I need to know currently to reliably reverse people's ADHD. 
So that's very exciting. I'm gonna try and get some free clients and then you know I'll get their testimonials up. Yeah, guys, it's awesome right now. It's going awesome, it's going absolutely amazing. And you know, obviously you have like the cope of like, oh, today's better than yesterday because you know, now I have less seed oils in my membranes, so today was technically a lot. No, fuck that. Every single day I am making like genuine, tangible, like incredible progress beyond just like the, yeah, dude, technically all my habits are paying off every single day. It's like I'm actually making huge, massive progress every single day. And every single day I'm mastering my urges. <coughs> yeah. <coughs> I'm kind of sick. One th I have advice. I got, yeah, I got a little bit sick, and so I basically just drank, like, two tea bags of, I think it's, yeah, Pau, Pau Darko tea, P-A-U Darko, P-A-U-D-A-R-C-O. Anyways, guys, thank you for listening to this one. I, I feel like there's one more thing I need to say, but I'm not sure, but I think the main cause of my success in the last, is success. Dude, I've been out for, like, two weeks. What the fuck are you talking about Success. I've literally made, like, progress. I don't know about success. It's been two weeks. But, I mean, of course, it's just going to keep happening. But I, I, success isn't really the right word. Although I have had crazy success, but I don't know if I would say success. Anyways, the cause of my, like, huge progression over the last couple weeks after I've gotten out of school is basically just, like, going so far into that edge. Because during school, it's basically impossible. You never get it. Ever. You literally never get it because you just waste, you're literally wasting like five hours a day going to school, staying at school, learning a bunch of bullshit, going home. Um, that takes a lot of time, but it takes like three more hours because you're just learning a bunch of garbage and that's literally like f messing with your brain and basically just completely destroying your, <laughs> I was trying to think of a really big word to say, but I'm not going to do that. Anyways, guys. Remember, really lean into that edge, really lean into it, lean into that discomfort, that kind of like weird like feeling, I don't really know what it is, but <laughs> leaning into it has brought me kind of insane results over the last couple of weeks, and so guess what, I'm going to keep doing it. Basically, I'm engaging in like, not even basically, I'm not engaging in any bad habits right now. Um, I'm basically impeccable, and I really enjoyed recording this, and if you, I hope you enjoyed this episode as well. James is making insane progress too. <coughs> Especially once he gets an editor. Because eventually he is going to get an editor because he's going to realize um, that trading your time for this level. And I do get that. I, I, I agree with the like reviewing your own footage is really good. But after a certain point, it's not as good. And I feel like there are better ways to review your footage. Anyways, James has been very instrumental in all of this. Um... Yeah, yeah, dude, I, <laughs> no words, just fucking, well, not even no words, I said a lot of words in this episode, but life is just so incredible, it's getting so much more incredible with every passing day, I'm making so much progress, I've made so much progress already, and any doubtful feelings that I have are basically completely ridiculous. Anyways, guys, I hope you enjoyed this episode, I'm sure I enjoyed recording it, I'm actually about to go and check my social media today, so we'll see how that goes, and I'll see you in the next one. Have a good day. I just completely messed up the, the outro. Let's try again. Um, <laughs> I'm, I'm making this way too long. All right, see you. Bye. <laughs>